0: Advent, the 10th of December, Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 to 14. Disobedience of the covenant had devastating consequences. The Israelites had utterly failed to keep the terms of the covenant, and despite an assumption that Jerusalem would never fall, it had been conquered by the most powerful empire in the world. The walls of the city had been torn down and their great temple lay in rubble, while the Israelites were dragged in chains nearly 1,000 miles from their home, from the land promised their ancestor Abraham, to the city of their conquerors in Babylon. Shell-shocked and devastated, they wondered how this could happen. The prophets who had warned of this coming catastrophe had been ignored and now it was too late. The descendants of liberated slaves were now defeated exiles, hundreds of miles from their home with little hope of return. In the suffocating darkness, Hope seemed dead. They had been crushed and subjugated by a great world empire, and they were struggling to cling to their identity as children of Israel while prisoners of war. Yearnings for home led them to compose poems of longing, laments for a land and a freedom they believed robbed from them forever. What of the promises to Abraham? What of this promised king, now that their king, whose eyes had been torn out by their cruel captors, gasped his last breaths in prison? How were all nations to be blessed with the Israelites when they had no home, no king, and no hope? Darkness had surely won. But into this darkness the prophets spoke again, explaining why these things had come to pass due to the breaking of the covenant. They breathed hope, speaking of a new covenant to come that would change everything. They promised the story of the Israelites was not at an end. Soon they would return home, in spite of how things appeared now. One such prophet was Daniel. He who defied the most powerful man in the world and was thrown into a den of lions in response. He spoke to the people, telling them that despite the seeming invincibility of this empire and this city built on cruel military power, it too would one day fall. He spoke of the rise of empires in the future that would seem to stride across the world stage, dominating everything, but how they would also one day crumble. While the heartbroken and devastated exiles gazed in despair at the great city of marble around them and watched the powerful armies that had crushed them march past them, mocking, Daniel whispered to them that it would not always be like this. A kingdom's coming that would outlast all these kingdoms of man.
1: The God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will crush all these kingdoms into nothingness and it will stand forever. Daniel two forty
0: four He spoke to powerless and oppressed prisoners of war of the rise and fall of kingdoms to come, and he shared a vision of a coming figure who would one day rule over a kingdom encompassing every race, every nation, and every language.
1: As my vision continued that night, I saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient One and was led into his presence. He was given authority, honour and sovereignty over all the nations of the world so the people of every race and nation and language would obey him. His rule is eternal. It will never end. His kingdom will never be destroyed. Daniel 7,
0: 13-14 Eventually the exiles did return to the land promised by Abraham. And indeed one day the great city and empire in which they had lived out their long years of exile did fall. However, other oppressive empires rose to take their place. The Israelites looked for this figure to come who would usher in a kingdom that would outlast all these oppressive empires. They steeped themselves in the prophecies of the coming Messiah. One day, a man did come who claimed the title of Son of Man from Daniel's prophecy. But he was not a military figure, crushing Israel's enemies as was expected. Instead, he spoke of loving your enemy, turning the other cheek, forgiving those who hurt you. He did not speak of military victory, instead proclaiming a message of restoration for humanity.
1: The Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Luke
0: 19.10 He ate with those seen as sinners and outcasts. Condemned the rich and powerful and spoke of sacrifice, service, love, mercy and justice. He spoke not of defeating his enemies, but laying down his life for them.
1: For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10.45
0: He was not what many expected or wanted. In the early hours of a Passover morning, when most of Jerusalem was asleep, he was dragged before a religious court and asked under oath if he was claiming to be the long-awaited Messiah and the Son of God, the promise giver himself. The world held its breath. And in reply, Daniel's words again broke the silence. As Jesus said,
1: I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Mark 14 62.
0: The man was then dragged to the courtroom of another great empire which dominated Israel. Within hours, he was nailed to a piece of wood by this brutal world power to die painfully under a broken sky. He was not what was expected. How could such a man with such a message be the one promised by Abraham? The one who would crush the head of the evil one and herald in the new covenant? As the man gasped his last tortured breaths, Daniel's prophecy of a son of man leading a kingdom that would never end, defying every arrogant empire of human wealth and power, and of which people from every nation would one day be a part, seemed to lie in ashes. The dream of the exile seemingly died, with an unjust execution at the hands of yet another foreign power. On the third day, the dream of the exile became a reality.